this is Short Pants Free Radio. Gamers, get your ears on because we're blowing the speakers out. Grimdark Live. Weekly webcast for all things dice, dragons, demons, and a dwarf in the Warhammer worlds. Don't miss our live show on Thursdays, but for now, you've got us on sloppy seconds with our podcast with the Grimdark Gang. It's time once again for Grimdark Live. Hey, welcome to Grimdark Live, your weekly webcast for all things dice, dragons, demons, and a dwarf from the Warhammer world. I'm your host, Patrick, and you know what? I got the entire gang with me here tonight, man. I got Chuck, Justin, and Randy, the nicest guy in tabletop wargaming. It's like it's like a Thanksgiving gathering here for everyone. Fellas, what do you hear? What do you say? How you doing? Yeah, Thanksgiving gathering. It's like, <laughs> yeah, we're like we're like that dysfunctional Grimdark family, man, huh? Yeah, we hey, we're, 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 we're ten people or less. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ten people or less. There you go. Yeah, yeah, that's true, and, and you know what? And uh, and and we we're all getting ready for uh, for Turkey Day, huh? You guys getting ready for it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah well, uh, I I love the enthusiasm. Everyone's like, yeah, uh, yeah, another, yeah, yeah here yeah, we yeah. go. Hey, spend another day with the fucking loved ones, right? Got it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, you know, the thing is, uh, it, it, you know what? It, it's, uh, it's something to look forward to, right? I mean, it gives you an idea to eat a lot of food, drink a lot of booze. You know, there you go, right? see a lot of travel yep. yep there you go man there you go so hello to everyone out there man thank you for all joining us uh here on, on grimdark live and and uh, thanks for for being part of the show tonight and please don't forget to give our channel a like or subscribe if you haven't already done so and uh so yeah folks you kind of heard uh, me blather on at the top of the show we are one week away from thanksgiving and happy thanksgiving to everybody out there that's listening to the show and and uh and gang so so we're just going to be hanging out with the family local i mean everyone's kind of coveted in this this holiday season so you guys are just going to be around you know munching on a dead bird with uh, close family Family, huh? Yep. I could probably go shoot one out in my backyard if I really need to. We got them all over the damn place out here. Yeah, you 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 live out in like like Gunga Din land out there, man. Like you live out like in the sticks. Yeah, I'm rural. Yeah, yeah. It, it you know must be it must be kind of nice to be able to pee off your back porch and not see a neighbor for miles. You still oh, do no, that? I still do, have neighbors. Do, do you still do I that? still have tons of neighbors. You don't no. even, you don't even care about them. No. <laughs> no, you don't no. care about them. You don't, you no, don't, I don't care if I offend them. <laughs> there you go. There you go. All right. So um, here's the thing, guys. Before we get the show going, I want to give you guys kind of our annual little advice. You know, Grimdark, old Uncle Grimdark here is going to give our annual advice to all you great people out there that are listening to our show for uh, for Thanksgiving coming up. Remember, I want you guys to remember this. Take this advice. We, do, we give you this advice every year, and I want to make sure everybody follows it. This Thanksgiving, remember, it's better to stuff the turkey than it is to choke the chicken. All right. I want you to remember that. That's yep. a, that's a little that that's that advice is worth a lot. Did Chef Ramsay tell you that? No, but I do got a joke on that. You want to hear this one? <laughs> I do got a joke on that. You want to hear this one? It's it's actually a good one. Randy, oh, you ready for this one? Anything. Come on, Randy, back yeah. me up. Oh yeah, your jokes are fantastic. Let me tell you. I see. Yeah. <laughs> what a crowd! What a crowd! So, all right, here it is. Here it is, guys. What do rednecks do for Thanksgiving? Pumpkin. Huh? Oh, God. Come on. <laughs> yeah, like pumpkin spice lattes and stuff like that. 
Thanks. Okay, oh yeah, my thanks, God. Thanks for, thanks for reeling that one back, Chuck. There you go. Thank you. Oh he, my God. He, get it? Pumpkin? Get it? All right, come on. I thought it was kind of And we just got the 18 year old treatment on YouTube. Parental <laughs> advice. Yes, that's right. Yeah. All right. Well, well. All right. So let's let's start the show off right, guys. You guys got me off on the wrong foot. You know, I was all ready to have a good show, and then you guys kind of distracted me with all this Thanksgiving. Ruined time. it. I mean, you know, but you know, here's here's the thing, Randy. How you feeling, man? You hung over? Are you are you are you good, man? Because last week you were complete. You missed the whole show because of you know you're drinking. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. You, wide, wide awake this time, yeah. Well, you know that 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 boozing, man. I mean, at least if you're gonna drink that heavy, you can invite you know us three. You know, you know, J- Justin, Chuck, and I. We were kind of pissed that we weren't invited at least. Hey, there's only one bottle. Well, it's a big, an awfully big bottle, then I'm sure, huh? <laughs> I mean, why can't you be more like Chuck? He's like a functioning alcoholic. He shows up here completely smashed every show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So here we go, guys. So here, here it is. So, so Gotta don't be a spicy this... one. <laughs> no, don't answer this now. Don't answer this now. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you guys a peek behind the curtain, man, of the uh, the question of the day. So here it is. And this is going to be part of our topic here that we're going to be getting into because we're going to be talking about the, the battle forces that, that you're going to be hearing about. we got a lot of good stuff to go through in the news, and we're going to be getting into that. We're also going to touch on something interesting that happened with the Sons of Behemoth. And, and Chuck, I'm going to drag you into this one if that's okay. Because All right, you, I guess. You made a good point, and we're going to kind of pull the taffy a little bit on that point. So, we, but, but here's the question of the day ahead of everything else that I want to throw at everybody. So, so here it is. If you had to pick one of the four Age of Sigmar Battle Force boxes to begin a new army, which one would you choose and why? So that that's the question of the day. Now hold on to your answers uh, for, for what's going to be coming up here later on the show, and then you can you can you can answer that all with us. So fair enough? Oh yeah. Alright guys, well what do you think? You ready? Anything else before we uh, we get the show going? Nada. All right. All right, guys, we are going to get the show going. Hang around. We got, we're going to be right back with the news. We got a lot of stuff. We got a rumor engine that's kind of a cool one. Stick around. Hey, you Grimdark goons. Thank you all so much for listening to our Grimdark Live podcast. If you're new to the Grimdark Live experience or new to our podcast and like what you hear, please follow this podcast and pass us along to your friends. Let us know what you think about Grimdark Live in the show's comment sections, and let us know just how we're doing. Also, don't forget to catch us live on Thursdays, and if that isn't enough for you, check out our website at www.grimdarklive.com. That's grimdarklive.com. Anyway, thanks for listening, following, and just being awesome. Hey gang, today's news is brought to you by Six Squared Studios. Yep, an awesome company for all your gaming and hobby needs. Six Squared Studios. I'll say it again. Six Squared Studios. Six Squared Studios are the real terrain nerds you all need to be getting your terrain from. Get your commercial laser-cut MDF bases, silicone molds for resin prints, game and hobby accessories like 15 to 28 millimeter terrain, 15 to 28 millimeter figures, and 15 to 28 millimeter vehicles, and a lot more. So get your nerd on with Six Squared Studios. Check them out at sixsquaredstudios.ca. Again, that's 6-squaredstudios.ca. Six Squared Studios, where tabletop terrain is made by gamers for gamers. Just like their saying goes, gaming accessories made by gamers for gamers. Six Squared Studios. 
we got the news, man. We are back, and we're going to get into this because we got uh, we we got we got some good stuff. I think we're going to be hitting on, man. I think uh, I think we got uh, we got we got the rumor engine. We're going to be getting to that, and uh, we're also going to be talking about some Sons of Behemoth stuff that I want to bring up. Just a little reminder and a refresher, since my co-host here messed everything up. You know, I tried to tell a good joke, and then they got me, you know, talking about Thanksgiving and all that other kinds of stuff. Hey, remind, re- reminder here, guys. Pumpkin, huh? What do you think? Mm-hmm. Latte. Is any all right? There you go. See it, and we, we got uh, we got some others. So we're going to be talking about the uh, the Warhammer TV that's going to be coming up. We got the Blood Bowl. So let's get into this here, guys. Let's start off with the uh, with the rumor engine here because I think um, I think this is something that uh, uh, this one kind of captivated me here a little bit, and I want to I want to throw this one out there because to me, guys, and I want to throw this reasonably to me, this is something for a Warhammer Underworld Warband. This I, I'm going to kind of make a calling on this one. By the way, this this kind of looks. Uh, or or maybe Clan Molder, Skaven, maybe it's something for that, or Deadwalkers. I mean, chime in, yeah. guys. I mean, what what do we think, man? What are we looking at here? Talk to me. That's a, that's a zombie prodder. That, that's a get those zombies moving to the battlefield uh, war weapon. A zombie prodder. Yeah. New zombies. Well, well, you know what? I, then that, you know what? You know what you just did right there? You know, you're you're going to cause, you know, uh, you know, Iron Jaws to, to kind of lose his, you know what? I mean, he's he's been kind of thinking about them vampires, man. You know, he's, that's, uh, and, and I, think, that's fit- I think that could be it. Well, it's fitting into everything we've seen for all the vampire weaponry coming down, all that rusty metal beaten, just kind of thrown yeah. together. And that reminds me of some of the weaponry and stuff we saw in the zombies. Uh, some of the weaponry we saw with the corpse carts. And things like that, and okay. just ways that they use to herd zombies into just small areas. All right, I, uh, I I like it. I like it. Chuck, two cents in a tin can, man. What are we looking at? What's this rumor? Is it a zombie prodder? You know, it, that's. I mean, it's a good question, but I'm gonna have to sort of lean towards the the vampires uh, zombie side of it. Um, the prodder looks like it could be some type of prodding weapon. It's got that nod steel look to it um it's definitely not it, it is not 40k like i will put my five dollars oh, no, no, no. No, no, no. i don't i'm definitely gonna say that's not 40k for yeah. sure we are looking at age of sigmar i think we're looking and leaning towards some type of undead vampire related thing now i don't think it's going to be traditional zombies okay we, because what games workshop in the past has rebranded relaunched uh, reworded it somehow so that they could have their teeth sunk into it. You know what I mean? Sure. From a legal way. Um, so they're going to try I, their best to redo it uh, as long as far as bloodlines go. They're going to give it nifty names and make it specific somehow. But I, I do think that's what we're looking at. It, right. It's going to be rebranded, but it's going to be leaning towards death. All right. All I'm right. almost thinking they're going to rebrand them as thralls. Well, hold on, hold on, because you know, you know, Jason. Oh, yeah. Moss, yeah, they could. Jason Moss put this put put something great up on that, and I'm going to share this with everyone. He he says, "Jokes on you! It could be the new primitive Stormcast." So, Chuck, what do you got to say oh, to that man? God. Rebuttal. Come on, you're the Stormcast guy. No, that's no. Sigmar would not authorize that at all. <laughs> all right, Randy. Seriously, you, it's all beat he, up. He, and he, he, even and even though he even with them being that pissed at Marathi right now, there is no way he'd authorize that crap. <laughs> right. I mean, Randy, nicest guy in tabletop wargaming, man. What what is it? I mean, is this is this something Alan, for Clan Molder? Is yeah. this a zombie prodder? Is this some primitive space, you know, space? I was, you know, I was thinking it was a uh like a, a sea zombie or like drowned 
you know, undead men, you know, Biden, you know. Okay, a trident kind of a thing? Yeah. Oh, oh, no, Biden. no, Biden, Biden, two points. You know, I you got to count to one, two, three. I thought you were talking about that guy that was running for president. What? Oh. <laughs> wait, wait, oh, let, let me reset the show. Pumpkin. That work? <laughs> Spice right. latte. <laughs> I, mean, I, get, yeah. I, I, think I, I think I need to go get more more uh, liquid courage here after there, that. There, there you go. There you go. Yeah. So you know, I, I'm not sure. You know, I, I guess I guess in all seriousness, guys, it, what what it looks like it looks like uh, obviously okay. You know, you know when you when you brought up Biden, uh, I, Randy. You know, and, and here's I want to say something first before my ADHD completely takes over. Why is it that every time I I I, I want to say Stormcast, I start with I start the word space, like I'm going to say Space Marine. And I, I, it's just they're, they're, they are the AOS I space can't. marines. Come you know, on, they I, are. I have been doing that for five freaking years. I, You're I, never going to get away from it. They're the AOS space marines. They always will I don't, know, I don't know why I do it. I don't know why. All right, so let's get back to this. So, so when, when Randy, when you said Biden, um, kind of. It, it does it's look very like nautical, a, yes. Yeah, yeah. It, it looks like a two-pronged pitchfork. I guess if that's what a Biden is, it does. Um, but you know, it looks like the ones in the uh, when you when you know, and then just I'm gonna I'm gonna bring something. That you, and I used to have it because because uh, my my son used to play uh, um, a Legion of Nagash, but that looks like the 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 pitchfork almost that that came in the the current zombie box. Except there, for those ones are curved. Well, those are actually but, I mean, like it's got a lot peasant. more detail, but it's got it, well, I, it, that's what right. I'm saying. No, no, and I, and I know what you're going at. It's just the ones in the in the in the current set are all peasantry weapons. So if so, if this is a seafaring zombie, which we believe that's where the vampires are coming for, right. these would be this would be more of a nautical zombie, like Randy is saying, and that weapon would be more nautical. All right, you well, know that. We're we're gonna end this no. debate right here. We're gonna we're gonna all take a vote on on what Chaos Spawn said. This is a slanish sex toy. All in favor, say aye. Aye. Wow. Uh, no. 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 Randy, come on, man. Whatever floats your boat. <laughs> I didn't say floats my boat. I just I'm. It's Chaos Spawn. It's Chaos Spawn. He started it. I'm just trying to. He's. It's his. He said it. I just repeat. He wrote it. I repeated it. See, Chaos Spawn. Thanks for getting me in trouble with these guys, man. It's hard enough trying to keep this show together with without you getting these guys all off track. Chuck, <laughs> Chuck what is it, man? Is that a slander sex toy? You're going though, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's let's move on because you know since since I ended that last <laughs> since 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 I ended that last segment there with with that. I'm gonna I'm gonna Pumpkin drag fight. I'm gonna drag Chuck into this next one here. So, and, and we're gonna this really isn't a news thing, but I wanted to use the news part to to kind of talk about this here a little bit because you know Chuck, you started yeah. something on on the on the boards that I want to I want to get some clarification on. Now I want to kind of yeah. set this up because I think this is gonna be good conversation. So initially, when the FAQ yes. came out, if you guys are looking at the FAQ, and 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 I'll be putting it up on the screen here in a minute, but the, the FAQ on page yeah. uh, seventy-eight is what they referenced in the FAQ. It referenced the height, and you originally, when you read that, you thought they were referring to actually the height of a model, like a model itself. And but you made a good point. That I, want, I want to round back around, but the, the, obviously the FAQ literally said. Um, 
uh, terrain. It didn't say model. And it, and it was it was a misread. It was a mistake. But you started something that yeah. I think that we, we started to talk about before the show that I want to kind of get to. Because here's yeah. what here's what was said. Uh, that four inch tall basically means the normal height of a of a of a terrain piece. Let's just let's just say terrain, right? Yes. But you you thought that you might start seeing people putting terrain on taller bases as to not not make them able to be passable by the sons of Behemoth. Kind of talk a little bit about that because I thought your point on that was really really good. Correct. So let's think of uh, just different terrain pieces that are probably around a, a four inch height. Um, the corn piece of terrain that is the mm-hmm. altar of corn mm-hmm. is probably around you know a four to five inch height so the giant probably can't walk over that but if we have something smaller than uh four inches then what a player could do from a modeling standpoint and i know everybody's probably clenching their teeth when i say this but they could basically elevate their piece of terrain to above four inches with either uh basing additions that they would have or uh, they can make it taller so the highest point is half an inch taller or one inch right and it really doesn't take that much to make it taller no uh, now, a lot of G- games workshops terrain for terrain specific um is already four inches or higher i mean if we look at the pyramids if we look mm-hmm. at uh the bone reaper totem i mean right yep those are all generally four inches or taller. But if we start looking at shorter pieces of terrain, uh, let's say walls or some buildings that may only be one story, um, if a giant can't reach over that because it's 4.1 inches or 4.25, right. um, we start running into a issue with modeling. Yeah. So, so guys, I, I, this, is what I want, this is what I want to throw up there real quick. And I want, I want to read it verbatim so everybody knows we're talking about here. So in the FAQ for the Sons of Behemoth, uh, referencing page 78, it says, Gatebreaker, Mega Gargant, Long Shanks, Change, the first sentence of the rule to, when the model makes a normal move, it can ignore models that have wound character. Uh, did I read the wrong one? Uh, yeah, no, wound characteristics of 10 oh, or less, endless spells, uh, magmic invocation, judgments of corn, and terrain features that are less than four inches tall at their highest point. So... You can definitely see some shenanigans being played out here, and and that's mm-hmm, the yeah. that's the point that I kind of wanted to discuss here with with and have everybody hear the point that Chuck made because Chuck you you know and Justin you know Randy come on man we we're all old ass gamers we've seen this kind of crap before and it, right. it it doesn't like like Chuck was saying it's a piece it's a couple pieces of cork on the base and voila well and and as soon as you modify that as soon as you modify the base you make it elevated and, and another half inch taller that gives your opponent something to then contest at a tournament so, so i think either either tournament organizers are going to have to step in and make uh rules clarifications beforehand or people are going to have to like submit terrain pieces for their army if they are modified beyond uh, the games workshop standard of their base size and that. Right. So right. what we need to be careful of is that we don't start stepping into this realm of now we have events that bring their own terrain in and they're modified beyond being four inches tall when they shouldn't be. Right. Or um, 
are people you know what you could even get to the point where a tournament has made specific scenery because it looks really good well people aren't going to bring the gargant army because they're going to be affected by that rule every time they play a game oh or you're just going to see a lot of gate smashers on the table that right. too yeah you could see three gate smashers just blowing stuff up right yeah. Right, you you could you could see that, but I, I guess my point is is that the shenanigans that are going to take place. I mean, Justin and Randy, you you guys kind of understand what, what, why we're talking about this. I mean, oh you, no, you no, guys I, could effectively I, see this happening, right? I definitely see this is this is yeah. the this was the kind of rules bloat that I was afraid was going to kind of come in with this with the the long shanks ability of them stepping over terrain in general. Um, I think GW needs to put a bigger clarification out and basically put a list of terrain that is over four inches and cannot be walked over and terrain that is under four inches and is in their line and can be walked over. Yeah. But do you think this is rules and, bloat or just shenanigans? I mean, I don't think it's, I, I personally, I personally think it's kind of crossing the line on both. You know, the, 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 the solution to it, like you're saying, yeah, you can add a couple pieces of cork and stuff and raise it is that it should be measured from the base of the terrain piece, regardless of where it sits. Right. So if it sits on a hill, you don't measure from the bottom of the hill up. You measure from where that terrain piece is up to the top of it. And if it's under four inches, you can walk across it. All right. So, because, so you're saying not from not from the, the, the actual base itself or any of the base materials. You're saying from the physical bottom of the model the itself. Physical bottom of the model itself. So I, so I know we have buildings and we have like, the 40k universe has all those the the, the two-story buildings and things like that those don't come with ba pre-based so that piece of cork or that piece of card or whatever they're put on you don't measure from that you measure right. from the bottom part of that plastic to the top the highest point and if it's over four inches you're not crossing it if it's no. under four inches you are you're right plain you're and right. simple it's an easy way to fix it and it's how tos could go about doing it instead of just sitting there saying well okay this guy modified his you know, chaos shrine to be sitting on a hill and it's hard mounted to the hill. Well, guess what? It didn't come that way. You know, you know what kind of bothers me about that? And I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm bitching at you, not really to you about what you said, because I, I want, I want to kind of bitch to everyone about this is that that's putting an, as a TO myself, that puts now just an extra layer of management on the tournament, on the TO, because of really kind of schlocky uh, rules writing from GW. And, and, and you, you know, I think, I think, I think when they, when, when you generate a game, you should have to take into account that most gamers by and large, uh, are going to figure out the loopholes first. I mean, especially the mm -hmm. good ones. And part mm -hmm. of, part of what you're going to run into are these kind of shenanigans like, like Chuck brought up. And that's why I wanted to talk about it. But I mean, Randy, I mean, you, you, you kind of see the point where it's kind of that we know what's going to happen, but yeah, what, like I, I, I know of people like. To give example, like it, it, it should be unmodified, you know, I, I know terrain built or whatever. Like right. follow the instructions, you know, this is how high it is. You know, we do have people who customize their 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 like for example, like a guy uh, Rob at our at our club, whatever. He has beautiful I think the Deepkin boats, but they're on like you know you know their own cork board and, and are, are fantastic looking but they, they really are, are modified yeah they are they're, yeah. they're they're raised like an inch to an inch and a half off the top of that cork yeah of how he's the, got the, the whole yeah. thing could have been solved yeah. by like you're like just like you said randy the whole thing could have yeah, been just, solved by gw yeah. adding the, original, the phrase yeah. unmodified yes unmodified yeah is the original you know right. as intended you know 
you know, un, yeah, unmodified. Yeah. Well, and, and that, that's like I said, if they just put a simple list of these things are unmodified under four inches and can be crossed, it doesn't matter if they're modified at that point because there's a list saying this thing is under four inches. It's an unmodified piece of terrain. You can cross it. Right. It's in an FAQ. The boat can be crossed. This can be crossed. That can be crossed. There's a list of what can be, I mean, lawn shaked over. And right. then there's a list of what can't be. Right. And that's, it's a simple FAQ. It's a simple thing to put out and say, yeah. okay, these are the products we make. Giants can walk over these. They can't walk over these. All End right. of discussion. Book closed. You All know? Right. So, so let's let's kind of let's kind of take a left turn at Albuquerque and keep the conversation, conversation positive here. And Chuck, thank you for 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 kind of uh, you know embellishing on that and and kind of helping the conversation along because yeah. I really honestly thought your point on that when I read that oh, I think what two days ago or something like that on the boards whenever it was two or three yeah uh, you know you 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 really you know ineffectively started a really good conversation that kind of spawned. But you know I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna piggyback something here. I think I think the yeah. rules should be just this. And Chaos Spawn, you hit the nail right on the head, brother. I think the and I'm going to read what he said. Wouldn't the solution be don't be a short pants? Absolutely. Uh, That's the motto of life, baby. Don't be a freaking short pants. Anyone want to hear that story again, or should we just keep going with the show? What's the just story? Move it on. Oh, oh no, no, Randy. See, there it is. All right. You know what? what? We'll post the story later because I can already tell Chuck's like, I'm, I'm just going to hang up. I'm going to be done. Yeah. Don't do it, you bastard. Yeah, so link, link in the notes. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so here's, here's, let's, Stop let's take now, a Chuck. Quit asking questions. Yeah. So let's take, <laughs> let's, let's, let's take a left turn at Albuquerque here and, and kind of make a, the, the whole Sons of Behemoth conversation real quick, a little bit more positive because. It looks like it looks like cracking ears can take endless spells now because they changed the verbiage in the FAQ to a wizard, not like a wizard or whatever the hell right. it was before in the book. So right. that means, guys, if he can be a wizard, if if big old cracking bastard can be a wizard, come on, man, I'm gonna throw this. You know what, Randy? I'm starting with you. Best endless spell for the cracking eater. What would be a good one to take? Oh, I like. There's a. Bunch of different ones. Uh, Got it. One man. One. You know, just, just one. Yeah. Like, I, Best one. You know, I you know I like cogs because you can either make your giants run faster cogs, or get yeah. extra spell. Yeah. I like yeah. how the nicest guy in tabletop wargaming goes for the biggest douchebag one to put with a gargan army. <laughs> Let's just make the thing that's going to clock. The nicest guy in tabletop wargaming here, folks. Nicest guy in tabletop wargaming. Well, you're going to be short points. You need you know at least the fifty or the sixty point spell. So like Geminids, cogs, or. Or life swarm. Wait a minute. Did, did, you, did you say short points or short pants? Because I can tell that story. No, no, no. I didn't okay. say anything. <laughs> I didn't want to tell the story. I don't know. Uh, all right. So, all right, Chuck, what about you, man? Best endless spell um, for the Guardian. I with life swarm. I do. Because I, I like the ability that it heals models, right? Yeah. Right. Right. I mean, you've got a 35 wound model on the table. Imagine if you heal D3, D6 every turn. Why not? Yeah. People yeah. would lose their crap over that. They bring back a dead giant, or bring back a giant. Yeah, why not? Okay, that one might be the best one. That I think. Hey, Randy, you're no longer the the, the gamer douche on the show tonight. I, th- I think I think I think Chuck just took that one. You your you, your title of the nicest guy in tabletop wargaming just got back to you again. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> All right. Chuck. Whatever, dude. Whatever. <laughs> Just, Justin, what is it, man? Because you know, honestly, oh, wait, let, me, let, let me let me save face with Chuck here, man. Chuck, that's the one yeah. I was actually gonna pick. I, I'm right there with you, Emerald Life Swarm. Because could you mm-hmm. imagine the absolute spaz attack that would occur if you 
raised <laughs> giant bag, and we're like, here it Here's is, my clunk. 500-point model bag. <laughs> that has got to be the best. Yeah, okay, that gate break wall, they have to be in it. They'd have to be unit-based, but well, I mean, because you still have to have a model alive, so it would only work on the man crushers, but right. still, bringing back a man crusher, hello. All right, so, so, so Justin, <laughs> be- best, uh, best endless spell for the guards. Uh, um... Geminids. Why? Left field. Why? Having a Kraken Eater charge forward in the battle line and all of a sudden throwing a Geminid out in a straight line in front of it like a bolo and basically putting minuses to hit, pluses to hit, or and doing mortal wounds. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All of a sudden that giant's hitting on twos or your enemy's hitting is on a minus one to their hit versus him. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or like, you know, Iron Jaws, he brought, I would still go sun. with Geminids, but you know, we're, 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 we're getting a little, little, little long in the weeds with, with this topic. I just wanted to bring the, bring up the sons of Behemoth because I thought it was a good, a good point that you made Chuck. And I want to kind of share that with the rest of the community yeah. because we can see the shenanigans and you know what folks that, uh, those endless spells, you you know that you know they're coming on. You know you know they're going to be there, man. And you know I, I oh, bet yeah. I bet you Emerald Life Swarm is now going to be on every every table. Thanks, Chuck. Look what you started. <laughs> All right. I didn't mean to. Let's keep rolling, man. So we got well, uh, we got I mean, we got Warhammer TV. They uh they they threw another tease image uh, uh over the over the weekend, kind of like a little bit of a tease reveal, and it was late on the weekend. Um. Looks a lot like a Chaos Warrior. You know, if you look at the bottom hell, the, the, the armor that's there. Uh, round, round robin on this one, guys. What do you think? What are we looking at? It's hard to say. I mean, we just we just had that Heroes of Nurgle release, too. So I, yeah. I don't know. All right. Randy? My, my, my initial thought I, is I you can see the scales up in the right-hand corner. Yeah, and then like so, I was I was kind of thinking, uh, maybe like uh, you know some form of like dark elves, you know, like like the old Cold One Riders or yeah. whatever. Yeah, that's know. that's a good one. That's a good one, Chuck. Mm. Well, there is this uh, story I heard a long, long time ago about <laughs> Bill, and I mean, got to go back what hasn't been released for a while and, and i think we're all arrows are pointing towards some type of chaos thing i i was thinking it could be dark elves it could be like the vampires but i mean it could be like a nurgle chaos it could be something like that right uh i know that's also been kind of chiming in the rumor mill you know and possibly in 2021 but maybe we'll we'll see some type of war cry or what's the other game with shadespire um, it could be some type of limited model release with that, like like Beastgrave or or the next adoration of that. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. I. Uh, you know, it, it's funny because when I look at this thing, I don't know why, but sure, I'm sure, thinking... yeah, whatever. I mean, they're always trying to go cross platform. Remember? Right. Right. I, I don't know. I'm thinking maybe Slanesh. Just a just a just a little. I thought I'd just throw that out there, man. Maybe Slanesh something. Maybe. Maybe a, a new Slanash warrior. I mean, maybe. maybe I guess, maybe, but maybe. it's still chaos, right? Oh yeah, I'm. I'm yeah, you're right, Chuck. You're well, right. looking looking at it a little bit closer, it looks like he's got pox on his arms and he's got atrophy or bloat in his hand, 
and a piece of skin with an eyeball tagged on to to that badge on his other side. So I'm leaning towards that's going to be part of the uh, the decay side of it, which is Nurgle. Well, they, they, the rumor is that Magikin are following the Death Guard release. So, I mean, there's 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 a lot of things there pointing at Nurgle. Yeah. That looks like it's an updated Nurgle uh, yeah. Chaos Warrior okay. or maybe maybe a new bloat like a bloated lord or something like that. I mean, it could right. be anything, but it's going to be in the decay side. Sure, sure, yeah. Uh, all right, well, good stuff. Let's keep rolling, man. We, so next up in the news, man, we got Blood Bowl. Uh, we got the we got the second edition season box that's uh, really kind of had a lot of review on it. And uh, I got to be honest with you, you know, we knew we, we I even know one of the guys in our in our in our gaming club, a guy that I never thought in in a million years would get into Blood Bowl, but you know. We got uh, we got Steve. We got uh, you know th- th- this guy, this Iron Jaw man. He he got into Blood Bowl just just like that, and I think it's kind of cool. I I think I was surprised to see the pull that a lot of people are getting into uh, the, the whole Blood Bowl box. I mean, there's there's a I mean I think this thing's starting out with the Imperial Nobility team, the Black Orcs team. Mm-hmm. It's going to have. Um, Star players, tokens, always tokens, right? I mean, you're always going to get something like that. And yeah, I think the whole, tokens. There, there's going to be the brand new rule book that's going to be included. And um, I think there's going to be some uh, some version of the the, uh, the full version of the game or a different version of the game. I don't remember what they said. Do you remember what they said? Well, it, the, the, the main box is the full version. Okay. And then you have... Uh, you have the sub the sub stuff to it. So like I know they're releasing the undead zombie team or the the pumpkin looking guys. Right, right, right. And they have they have their own dice. They have their own um, they have their own pitch. The whole nine yards. Yeah. Templates. The whole works. And then they're releasing new. They have a whole line of new teams that are coming in behind it that are upgrades to current teams and models. Um, I mean, you got the nobility, which is that's a brand new human faction, which didn't exist. Right, so, right. There, right. There's a lot of things coming real quick. Yeah, I, I know there's going to be two sets of dice in it. Uh, I think the, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, I, I think I think I think the thing is really honestly, I'm really quite impressed. I mean, normally box sets really don't they don't kind of captivate me like this one. But I think with this Blood Bowl that I could find myself probably playing Blood Bowl. I mean, I, I played a game of it years ago. Uh, and I mean like a game, but, uh, I don't know. I may have to get the halflings and call it the short pants army. I may, I may have to put the short pants on the field, get the halflings. You, you may see the, the famous short pants on the field. Now, nobody can take that name for that. That's my army now, or that's my team. <laughs> right. I'm actually, what I'm really impressed about is the price tag on it. I mean, you're oh. getting a full, you're getting the full game. Plus you're getting two full roster armies. With all their templates and all their gubbins mm-hmm. for hundred forty dollars. Yeah, best value price in Blood Bowl. So, really so a lot of box so you're, games. So you're getting you're getting a, a very good bang for your buck, mm-hmm. especially if you're yeah. just getting into it. Right. And if, I mean, you don't have to go that route. You can always just get the rule book and get you know buy a separate pitch and all yeah, that but, stuff. But for here's individual. the thing. But but you, go why? Well, you you, you, you brought know? a point that I want to I want to kind of piggyback on that I thought was good, Justin, because <clears> you know. If, if you if like I said before, I think this is not only just for Blood Bowl, but in, in in the box games in general. The box game in general is what I meant. Uh, I, I think it's one of the best prices. I mean, considering the price hike mm-hmm. trend that that it has had the last few months, you know, I was kind of concerned to see where a lot of their pricing was going as far as GW, uh, and I was wrong. I mean, really, the box set is is awesome, and to me, it it delivers the uh, the perfect starting point 
I think if you're going to get into 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 Blood Bowl in this this what is it second season, so it's a good buy, you know. And and folks, we you know we we try to we try to give it to you straight here on the show. I mean, we, we're an opinionated show, and we'll tell you if we think something is a little beefy. And I really think that this box set, this this, I, and right, guys. I mean, am I just am I, or am I just in an echo yeah. chamber? I mean, this. Well, well, no, no, no. I, I think you, there's a good deal there. Two full roster armies are usually more than fifty dollars. You're getting around ten to twelve models per per army per right. roster. Uh, you get twelve. You get twelve. You get twelve models, yeah. the two tokens, a bunch of footballs, uh, and your your coins for right. heads and tail. Um, they did raise the price on them. They did raise the to price a one box, no. Justin. Oh no, I know, I know exactly. I mean, yeah, we, you get we, three we, models we, for fifty bucks, right? So right. you're getting 12 models. You're getting all your tokens for your team yeah. and your information for your team. They did raise uh-huh. the price from 35 to 40. So they did go up $5 with this new release. But there, um, the, the old starters never came with two big guys either because of the troll and an ogre, which is fantastic. Which too. are star, which are star players yeah. are usually right. the star players. So you're getting a hell of a deal in that 140. Yeah. You're getting $80 worth of teams before you even get the pitch and everything else, and yeah. when you tabulate it all out, right. you're getting like almost two hundred and fifty dollars worth of stuff in this box for one hundred and forty bucks. You know, or or sorry, not two hundred fifty, but like two hundred dollars worth right. of stuff in this box for. for but, the but, but regardless, you know, as, as you as you so put it before, you're getting a good bang for your buck. I mean, it, it really. Oh hell really yeah. Is. yeah! Yeah, absolutely. But you want to talk about a good bang for your buck, guys. Here it is. This is going to be our main topic, uh, but I'm going to kind of lead. I'm going to warm us up here, you know, from the news. We got the Warhammer uh, Age of Sigmar Holiday Battle Forces. Yeah, and I know they came out with those laser gun ones, too. But we're going to talk about the four here tonight on tonight's show (laughs) for Age of Sigmar. And, uh, and, and here's the thing. I'm just going to reintroduce this. And coming up here later in the show, we got our main topic, and that's Santa Grimdark's Black Friday Shopping Spectacular. Huh? What do you think about that, guys? Can I sell this thing or what, huh? You sure. can. You can. <laughs> You're worth a million bucks. Hey, man. See, you know what? I mean, would you tell my wife that, then, please? All right. So moving on. So, in and and we're the, this is why I want to kind of warm this up because in years past, you know, guys, let, let, let's look back at 2019, for instance. Let's just go one year back. GW puts out these battle boxes every year. They've done it since 2018, that I seem to recall. Uh, but in 2019, if I remember right, we had Beast Claw Raiders. I think it was the it was the battle for it was the uh, Icewind Assault because I bought it because I you know I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. I, I love my beastie my my my, my Beast Claw Raiders. Uh, there was the Blade of the Blood Queen. That was the um, the Death one. I think it was uh, ne- uh, built around Neferata, I believe. Remember that one? It was it was the Battle Force, the Blade of the Blood Queen, or something like that. Yeah. Um, and then there was obviously the the Dark Root the Dark Darkroot War uh, Wargrove because that was uh, for Sylvaneth, and my son plays that and he had that one, and uh, and I think the last one was was it Iron Jaws the 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 Thunder Fist was that the last one for AOS last I year be- I I believe so okay so I mean you know he, here it is again and and you want to talk about it, and we're going to get into this later in the show you want to talk about you know the Ogre Watch Tribes being the big winner they get a they get a winner winner chicken dinner last year with a great you know that Icewind Assault Battle Force was great. But I think the one we're going to talk about tonight is just as good. I think mm-hmm. the ogre personally, and I'm going to lead in with this, guys. Personally, I think that the ogres, out of all four Age of Sigmar battle boxes, I think that's the best value. Personally, that's my opinion. I'm not saying that because I'm a Maw Tribe player. I'm really saying that because I really believe it. But we'll get into those details later. <laughs> um, but but here's the other thing too. Let's talk about product points, and then we're we're gonna we're gonna go, get right into it. 
But we know that of the four, we got the Ogre Maw tribe, the, the, the meat grinder war glut or something like that, right? And, and that's going to that's gonna give us, uh, and we're going to get into the lists here and kind of talk about that here in a minute here, guys. But uh, it's about 1,300 points or so uh, mm-hmm. is that one. Uh, the Karajan Overlords, I think that's the, the Sky Fleet, the uh, Barak Nar or something like that. Chuck, am I right on that one? Did I say yes. That? I, think, I think that's like 1,340 or 1,350 points or something like that. Um, no. No? No. Okay. All right. It's 900 points. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. Well, oh, that's right. We'll get into that. And I think the Gloomspite gets the one. That's the uh, the Fungal Loon Horde. That, isn't that one like 900 as well? About 1,000. Close to 1,000. Okay. All right, and then and then the disciples is each before I mess that point one up. We'll get into it. We got it all totaled up here. Uh, I think the disciples is each fate sworn host. Uh, that 12, one's kind of interesting too. Fifty, I think, was what that one. Came okay. To. All right, but yeah, but that's what we're going to be getting into. So, um, folks, I got to tell you, we got uh, we got a lot of good stuff coming up uh, after the break here. But any anything else uh, to, to end with the news, gang, before we get into the uh, the Santa Grimdark's Black Friday holiday shopping spectacular? No. Battle Force boxes. <laughs> I like uh, I like uh, I like how Justin was like, no. Can we just no. move on now? Yes, we can. Alright guys, we're gonna be right back. A public service announcement brought to you by Frag Factory 3D printing. Many of us have thousands of dollars in miniatures, yet we play on flat tables with books and overturned Tupperware to act as our fantasy and sci-fi landscapes. We've all drooled over the tables we see in magazines lush with beautifully created terrain from all genres. The crew at Frag Factory 3D Printing want to wipe that drool from your chin and put it firmly on your friends and fellow gamers when they see your setup. Alien landscapes, desert wastelands, futuristic cities, fantasy outposts, elven forests, demonic stronghold, and so much more. Find out what you've been missing by checking us out on Facebook at Frag Factory 3D Printing or send us an email at fragfactory3dprinting at gmail.com. Bring your own files or we will help you find what you've been searching for. Take your gaming to the next level with Frag Factory 3D Printing. We print life into your games. Tell them Grimdark Live sent you and your first hour of printing is free. Hey gang, in all seriousness, Get your terrain on the table and get it with Frag Factory 3D Printing. And remember, tell them Grimdark Live sent you and they'll give you one hour free. You can get them via email at fragfactory3dprinting at gmail.com or their Facebook page, Frag Factory 3D Printing. Frag Factory 3D Printing. Printing life into your games. All right, guys. Here we go. We are back, and we are going to run into the uh, the battle forces, man. We got them here. So we got the um, uh, we got it. Here it is, man. Santa Grimdark's Black Friday shopping spectacular. We're going to be talking about the Warhammer Age of Sigmar holiday battle forces. The four of them in in particular. So for a lot of people that are just joining us, looks like we got a few people that just popped onto the show. Uh, we are going to be talking about uh, the battle forces for Age of Sigmar, kind of getting into them, but not really so much as kind of like a. Um, uh, a, a standpoint of really what's in the box, although that's going to be part of it. But really, I want to get into the units that are in the box, the value. Mm-hmm. You know, how can it, how how not necessarily can a, can an existing player bolster their army, but a new player get into the game? Because that's I think what these right. are targeted for. You know, um, 
so yeah, we're going to be comparing and contrasting the new battle forces against each other as well. I, again, like you, you heard me say before the break, I really thought that the Maw Tribe is the best value, but that's one man's opinion. Um, but we're also going to be talking about some product points. You know, like I said, we got the Ogre Maw Tribes, the Meat Grinder uh, War Glut. We got the Karajan Overlords, the, the Brocknar Scarfleet. Um, Skyfleet, Scarfleet, Skyfleet, um, and the Gloomspite gets Fungal Loon Horde. Yeah, exactly. And uh, the Disciples is each the Fate Sworn Host. So we're going to be really getting into those and um, kind of digesting them a little bit because, you know, gang, GW announced the Battle Forces uh, are indeed, you know, going to be out by the by the Christmas season. They're going to be out. And they're going to be in everybody's sweaty palms, probably by the time, you know, same time that we start opening all of our presents on Christmas. But um, we don't know the dates yet. Am I correct on that, gang? I don't think we actually have an actual date of when these things are going to be out, right? We just know that they're coming, right? Yeah, they're, they're usually the second, first or second week of December is when they usually hit. Okay. So okay, that's... That's about the average time frame. They usually put them out and they're, they run them for three weeks or so before Christmas and then they disappear. Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, Randy, how many of these things are you going to pick up just to store in your, your hoard collection of like, he's like smog guys. He's like smog, you know, but, but he, instead of like gold, he's just laying on top of all of these, like, you know, Warhammer boxes, unopened boxes of miniatures. So how many of these things are you really going to buy Randy? Be honest. Uh, it depends. I, I they, most of the armies that I have are pretty well rounded already for each of the bottle. <laughs> but uh, that that's you know, the I, I, can always, the you know, I can I can always add more to you know Scrooge McDuck into the the pointiness of death, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, so so spoken like a true addict. Oh, I'm not going to get any. I'm not buying any of those. Yeah, sure. I'm, buying one, yeah, of, I'm we, buying one of each of them. We just really for the believe that, giggle. Randy. Sure. Yeah. It, it comes with a new battalion, right? I need it. Right. <laughs> but 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 you know but the reason why I, I I wanted to springboard that off there because you know gang, if you guys you know for out there that are listening, if you guys are looking to to start a new army or bolster your existing forces, I mean these really honestly could be the way to go. Because even though I, I started out and said I thought the Maw Tribe was was the best one, I think any one of these things is a damn good buy and i've always liked them ever since i think they i think they started rolling these out in like 2018 as i seem to recall but don't hold me to that but i I could be wrong but um but i think whether you're a new or existing player this is definitely something you're gonna want to get into um uh, but you know uh, we do we want to talk about msrp you know what we think the what we think each one of these are going to be or do you think that's already been mashed over by a thousand other people on the internet because I, I, I really think the battle forces are probably going to be priced somewhere between 170 and 200 bucks USD personally, which if you really break down what's in each one of these boxes, that's a, a pretty damn good deal. Yeah, I mean, I would have put them closer to 250, but that's my pers- that's what I've seen before. So, oh really? Okay, all right. They're usually they're usually higher than 200 dollars. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, Chuck, what do you think? Um, I think right around the one sixty nine ninety nine or one seventy five. All right, Randy. Um, you know it. No, oh, go ahead, go ahead, Chuck. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. I was gonna say, I, I, I think the box set might vary. I mean, we with the larger model like the Giant and the Zench, uh, Greater Demon, we could see it closer to to two hundred. I, I think, but that's only because what the base price of uh, the Zench Greater Demon is over a hundred dollars. So when you start factoring in three other box sets that are $50 a piece, 200 is a steal if it's 250 or $270, $275 worth of models. Yeah. Okay. All right. 
Randy? Yeah, I was thinking about like 225 or whatever. So, so you're willing to spend 225 give or take, four times over for each of the four boxes. That's what you're saying you're going to do. I already done it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, but before we get into I this. We, I think we all have. <laughs> but but before, before we get into this, you know, I, I was really kind of hoping for a Death Faction-related Battle Force this year. I, I know that they, you know, like I said, they, they had one last year. But I, I – and that's okay because I think Death – has really i think they have time on their side you know, no pun intended but but i was kind of hoping for that and i was really kind of hoping too and i might you know repeat myself here later but i was really hoping for something for beast of chaos i'm surprised actually that the beastie boys didn't get oh. one of these things i mean i guess they got one in some form with the zeech which we're going to be looking at right now as a matter of fact but um you, you, you know though the thing with the battle force is that as from year to year is usually they're based around what's sitting close to the top of the meta or is the higher um, played armies. Well, that's usually the battle forces that get released to the armies that are meta based or are the ones that are showing high levels of popularity at the time. Right, right, exactly. So, so let's, let's talk about this here real quick, gang. Let's get into this. So we got, we got the first one we're going to be talking about here. First battle force is going to be the disciples of each, and that's the fate sworn host. And, mm -hmm. This one's kind of interesting because, you know, uh, you got the Lord of Change, you know, that guy sitting around 140 bucks off the shelf. You got the Gaunt Summoner yep. that's about 30 bucks. You have the Zangor Enlightened that's about 48 bucks. Zangors are 44, and the Acolytes uh, are what 50? Yeah, I think they're like 50 bucks. Um, and if this thing really does roll out in the projections that we're all saying, you know, say say it's anywhere between 170 to 225. That's a that's an incredible deal. It really it really is. I mean, uh, especially when you look at what what you're getting in the box. So, I mean, look at it from a point standpoint. Okay, you know, Justin, let's roll this one out. Okay. So I, I'm a new player. I want to get into Age of Sigmar. I pick up the Disciples of Siege Battle Force, and I got my list. I got everything up here on the screen. So so the whole points. You know, kind of talk on that. Give us, give us the, give us the points of, of what that battle force is. Okay, so this battle force without battalions or any kind of buffers to it, the extra command points or any of that, is sitting roughly about thirteen hundred points. Right. Roughly, it's about twelve fifty. So hmm. you have stuff. You have enough models in there for your battle line. You have two heroes in there. So by the time you add, say. An extra command point, you put the battalion in place, you're probably sitting at about a 1,500-point list. Well, yeah, I mean, if you look at it this way, you got the He's Lord of Change. Big well, boy hero. Yeah, so you're talking, I mean, all in, yep. the list that we're showing up here on the screen, we're, we're, we're talking about uh, uh, 1,180 points. So right. that's, yeah. you know, when, when you got to think, most games are played at 1,500 uh, mm -hmm. or 2,000, or even like in our club for, for team games, we're always playing at 1,250 a person. Right. So this has got you almost there because – you, you take you take the Lord of Change. He's at 380 points. You've yep. got the Gaunt Summoner of Zeech at 240. Now, that's on a disc, right? No, that's on foot. Okay, so you got him on foot. Why why wouldn't you take him on a disc? Because the, the box set comes with him on a disc. No, the box set shows him on foot. So but, I don't know if I don't know if that model's actually going to have a disc in the box. That's the problem. Okay. If, you know, if the, I know if I if I know there's going to be a disc, if, if there's a disc in the box, then yes, he goes up higher. Okay. But, they're showing him pictured on look foot at that again. All right, so I, I'm, let me put that back up on the screen here again. Yeah, okay, okay. So, so, okay. Well, I, I think I think there are are some discrepancies, by the way, on the boxes themselves, 
because a little bit, yeah. Uh, I think on the Karaj and Overlord one or one of them, it only shows like 14 miniatures when 15 or maybe it's a gloom spite, but we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute. But okay, so right. moving on, you know, sticking with the list. So with that, we got the Gaunt Summoner on foot or or on a disc. But what I mean, mm, uh, right. I probably Either would have way, modeled I mean, him or taken him on the disc just because of the movement and, and what he can do. But you got which acolytes, is another, which is another forty points. So well, then then now now we're all all of a sudden putting you into that twelve hundred and fifty point. You know, right. at least you're 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 close. So I think mm-hmm. I think for the points of what you can do, and let's, let's face it, the acolytes. You know, you take two units of acolytes because they come with twenty of them. So you take two units of ten. You got your, you got, uh, you know, two thirds of your battle line right there. You got your zangors. Uh, personally, I think zangors are better, but you know, obviously, you know, your your acolytes can be used as a charge blocker, or you can occupy an objective with those guys. And then, of course, you got your zangor enlightened on a disc that can, you know, kind of be your harassers or your character snipers. So I think the right. build to on this Zeech one is is pretty is pretty solid. Um, thoughts? Let, let, let's kind of dig around Robin on this one. Somebody else start. Chuck, go ahead, man. It's on you. You know, I think that we're we're looking at getting the the decent part of seventy five to eighty percent of a battle force ready army uh, for a cheap price. Um, yeah. Most players at the the who are going to be playing Zench, myself included, who don't have a the greater demon, will be looking at this. You know. I can pick up this battle force during the holiday season. I'm going to be spending money already, and I can pick it up for myself, not for anybody else, and get the greater demon that I need. Because I had to convert two of my own because I didn't want to spend that 130 to 140 dollars for a model plus tax. So now I get sure. all this other stuff with it that I can add into my units, and it makes sense. All right. Mm-hmm. So, so here's, here's I think for the player that is either one needing the models or two wanting to get started like we've been talking about yeah that this is a good deal yeah and uh, you know it, there's there's players popping into age of sigmar all the time uh and the holiday season is going to be the time for them to grab an army to get playing and get modeling right mm-hmm. yeah i agree randy yeah the, the thing first thing i notice is like all four boxes share a similar thing, and that is there's no Stormcast boxes here. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I know. We look, what you did, look what you did to Chuck. Why would you go there, Randy? You're supposed to be the nicest like, guy in Tabletop like, War Games. like a year and a half. Yeah, exactly. Like, they're the Space Marine Army. Like, every year the, the holiday has a Space Marine bundle. Like, you know. It's called Stormcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, but, uh, yeah, yeah, like, I, you know. I just, yeah, but Stormcast just got their release with the Marathi book, so there you go. Oh no, they did not. Oh no, they did not. That is such a cockeyed attempt, dude. Yeah, but, but before oh yeah, they got it. No, they didn't. <laughs> they got mentioned in a book, and it's not even good to take for them. Yeah, so like, uh, yeah, just yeah, pick up a unit like three flamers or whatever. You know, you know, it's really nice, nice start for for Z yeah. army. and I so. think twelve hundred and fifty points to bolster that up. You throw the Lord of Change on a disc, and I th- I think you got a pretty good start them up type of an army. But I mean, Justin, we're coming back to you, man. Oh, you yeah. wanted everybody to go first. Two cents in a tin so, can on the Zeech. So this is a great, like you said, great jump, great starter. Uh, it's a very simple thing to easily buy one additional box of horrors or something of that matter to put into the list and you push yourself to that 1,500, 2,000 point build very quickly. Right, it's right. very, very simple to springboard pretty much actually any of these boxes in all honesty. Um 
like I said, there's no battalion. I didn't when I when I put these together, I didn't put battalions or anything like that in it because you know I don't know the Zinch book for well, no, no, and, and, and look and look, and, but what I wanted, yeah, and you did the right thing because what I what I wanted to do when we were looking at these points was I wanted to just look at it from I think we, right. not I, we. Um, you, you got to stop me when I do that because I, I kind of feel like when I make those comments, I'm always like, you know, this here's a dictatorship and I'm dick. <laughs> I didn't mean to be like that. No, I'm no, no. Dick. But no, I mean, but we. But it, but, we right, want to digest and look at the box itself. The box itself, without any of the fluff. It's it's a great, it's a great springboard because you're getting one, like Chuck said, you're getting a hundred and forty point demon model, yeah, hundred forty dollar demon model, which is the, the biggest chunk of that box by far, and yeah. then right. the Lord of Change, or the I'm sorry, the the Gaunt Summoner BM on a disc or not, which is a model that one is kind of difficult to get your hands on. Because of you know the shortages on the on GW site or stores having problems getting them ordered in because of that fact. Which you know what I, I want to say something on that point. You know the, for the fact that the that the Gaunt Summoner is hard to get a hold of after the huge nerf that he took with his his book of profane secrets or whatever it was where he can't you right know, he can't right. all all those he, well, he can't call in a bunch of whores on, on the table. He does, he does he doesn't drop a box of ten. He doesn't drop a, a squad of ten. He yeah, drops a squad which, of five. Which, which is five, only five. Which I got to tell yeah, you, but, poor slaves of darkness. You know, want to talk about kicking an army when it was down? That was its only hope. But anyway, moving on. But um, this, the box in general, it's it's a great, it's a great box. Yeah. I mean, I this is this is probably my number one box. If, if I'm okay. was going to buy one, this is probably the one I would buy, just because of what's in it. I'll tell you what. I like I, and Chuck, your point about the Lord of Change kind of got me thinking that maybe all right. I'm going to hold. I, I'm going to rear back my 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 first. Now, I'm not saying I'm giving up on the ogres yet. We're going to go through all four boxes. Right. But I, I, I think at the end of this discussion, I want to hear what everybody's, what you guys think the pound for pound is. When you look at playability, money, what's in the box. Because, you know, Chuck, when you picked up on the fact that you, you kind of focus in on the Lord of Change, that was a damn good point. I think that alone I mean, could be the fact that besides the fact that, you know, it's, it's a pointed well army for a beginner to, you know, mm-hmm. bolster it and put a 1,250 yeah. point list on the table. That's a good right. game. If we see the box set at a 200 bucks with a greater demon in it and an assortment of 18 to 21 more models, I think people are going to have a double take of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think you're right. I think you're right. I think that's, I think that's a good one, but will, but will that be the, Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Get it? See, I don't know. See how I that's, tied that's in the Z Lord of Change can't, chicken can't, on that one? Can't, huh? really, can't really say that one yet. Right. All right. So let's keep rolling, man. We got the next one up here. We got the Karadran Overlords. And uh, this one's kind of interesting because, um, well, let me, let me go back on something real quick. Let me go back on something. You know, yeah. we, we got we got talking about the Zeech list and we got talking about that. And I'm sorry, guys. I got to rear it back. We're going we're gonna to get back to the, the, the KO. Um, I want to touch on something that I, that I did here on the boards. And I want to get your thoughts on this because... I've been hearing uh, folks uh, on the boards. They're kind of they're kind of uh, s- pretty salty, and they're saying things like the Zeech box would have been perfect if it had demons in it. You know, they're kind of they're kind of lamenting on the fact of of the Zangors and the acolytes that are in the box, and they're saying that uh, uh, and, and you know, sticking with chaos here. By the way, I do want to bring up the fact that 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 um, uh, I would have liked to have seen a Beastman box. So when I saw the Zangors, I was a little and, and it's stupid, I realize it, but I was a little put out with the Zeech box because I was mad that I didn't have my Beastmen, but they had Zangors. I know that's stupid, but I think yeah. a lot of that is, is there. But what do you guys think of that? Would you have liked to have seen more demons in the Zeech box, or are you guys cool with what we're getting? 
practice. Well, I think you're seeing the acolytes because the demons sold probably better, and acolytes may have been too expensive when they initially released. Yeah. So if they can pump out twenty through this box set and just kind of get rid of the the overload they have, I mean, it's still a functional army, but I just think they were probably priced a little bit too high. Okay. All right, and, and let me let me kind of go back to something here with the acolytes because I think people I think they unnecessarily kind of mother f the acolytes a lot, and you know if you look at their war scroll, you know they got a six inch move which is pretty basic five plus save which is you know that's kind of terrible, but they have this shield and I'm looking at it right here and I'm I'm gonna just kind of bring yeah. this up here they got this um, uh, is it the one in every ten models can carry the scroll of dark arts a unit that includes a scroll of dark arts can add one to its casting so so mm-hmm. so now the the acolytes can actually be, uh, I guess, can they be casters? Or or did I do I am I looking at the wrong the the the, the, the acolytes right? Yeah, they I can actually have, cast. They they have casting ability. I yeah. So I mean, so so oh, I yeah. I think I th- I don't know. I, I'm I think this box might be pretty good now that I'm I'm kind of looking at this because uh, one in every ten model in this in this can be accompanied by a uh, Volcharic, uh, which is uh, which an enemy wizard successfully casts a spell within eighteen inches of a friendly unit. I'm sorry if I'm reading this, guys, but I'm getting to know this myself. On a four plus, the wizard suffers one mortal wound. Okay, guys, mm. I don't know about all the bitching about there's no demons in the box, but I I you know I think. I think this is a pretty darn good box. So, so we we've said this, you know, a billion times. If uh, bitching and gaming go in hand in hand, you could bottle it. You make a billion dollars. Well, I can see why people are bitching because it's not a meta box. You're not falling into the the what is it? The magic host that the range shooting magic host that Zinch has been is known for right now. This is more of the close combat host. Yeah, true. So. That's probably where all the bitching is coming from. Is why there why are there no demons? Because it's not a right. meta box. It's never going to be a meta box. If, if GW was to release one of these armies, it was to follow the current meta. It would never sell. It just it it would be it would be sitting on the shelf because everybody's already built that box. Okay, they've already built that army. This is this is to get people who are interested in the faction, but aren't desperately following the meta. Okay. You know, that's but again, that's my personal opinion on it. So, this box, as is, is designed to get people into Zinch without overrating them on okay, you have to not only read the Zinch book, you have to read the House Faction book, you have to read the Ever Chosen book because that's where all your demon rules are. And good luck. Okay. All right. I like it. I like it. I like Okay. So, now let's 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 move on with the with the with the KO. Sorry about that, guys. I didn't mean to kind of. Uh, uh, pull the wagon over here, uh, but I wanted to. I w- really wanted to touch on on that that type of a topic. So now we got the KO. Now this one, this one is kind of a little bit of a head scratcher for me because it's it's the Brocknar Sky Skyfleet. Now I know this is one of the more popular ones that I've seen out there. Uh, mm-hmm. We got uh, Broke Gunner Gunnerson, or however you pronounce the the the, the main guy's name. I would have much rather have liked to have seen. Uh, the the normal the normal with the guy the, the, with the suit I would have much rather of of like the, the, yeah the original suit. yeah and you're gonna get an Arcanaut frigate you're gonna get some Sky Wardens or Endon Riggers depending on how you want to build them you're gonna get six of them I would personally mm-hmm. go with the Endon Riggers myself uh, you're gonna get some some gun haulers you're gonna get uh, I believe two of them and um, you know the the value of this thing too again if we're speculating on what the price could or could or not be. You know, we're looking at uh, you know Brocknar is going to be somewhere in the ballpark of you know uh, the, the Lord guy, the boss. He's about forty bucks. 
The frigate's 80 bucks. I already know that because I, I just got a couple of them. Uh, the gun hauler is is 50 bucks. You know, times two of them, that's 100 bucks if you buy two that, that are coming in there. The Sky Wardens are like 45, I believe. Um, yep. And and you know, if you got to buy, if you want both Sky Wardens and Enron Riggers, that's 45 bucks a piece right there, American U.S. So right. you're looking at like 310 dollars or so MSRP on if you were to buy all these models separately. So let's 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 talk about this list here a little bit because um, I think personally this one I don't know how this one really translates into what we talked about. I mean I think definitely like we said I think Zeech has got a lot of I'm going to say the word again it's not really a word playability to it but this one is sitting around what are we looking at I mean we're, we're saying around 900, 900 points 900 points yeah that's a little Indeed. shallow. It, it is it is a legal list, though. That's the scary thing is under certain faction houses in the Keratin Overlords and under certain conditions, yeah. it does physically meet the three battle line condition and the leader condition to turn it into a legal list. It is shallow of points, however. Um, there is ways to make this one drop in some armies. Right. Some army situations, but again... This is by far not anywhere near competitive in any form. No, and I'm not saying that. I, I'm not saying that. And, and, it's just, and, it's, it's, I don't know. I, I'm frankly, I would have preferred to see maybe one gun hauler in there and maybe a unit of thunderers or something else that was part of their land base, you know, like Arcanite Company or something. But I don't know. This bot, this particular box kind of rubs me the wrong way because you put a hero in that is so so and then you put in a bunch of floating balloon boys and ships that are needing so much backup that they just don't have okay so so randy what are your thoughts on on ko yeah it's like i think it's an all right start at 900 but like it is literally half of an army you need to you know mm. needs to go needs to be you know rounded off to 2000 points with you know like you said, like the backup units and the okay, you know, the the, the, the stuff that'll come behind. It's not, yeah, All it wouldn't right. be necessarily a good starter, it's but it would feel, be. It's it's yeah. it, it's field fieldable, but it's not it's not an army. So so far, yeah. two of you guys, two two of the four of us on the show right now don't care for the for the KO list. I mean, Chuck, what say you? Um, I, I I'm gonna sort of agree. You're getting you know a proportionate of a army there, nine hundred points, nine hundred ish. Um, it's going to be the larger part of what you need, but not the, the meat and potatoes. Like okay. this is all the special stuff that's going to fly around and shoot. You're only getting one army that can really drop in, shoot and fight. Uh, you're still missing 1100 points. You know, I'm going to kind of say that people are going to look at Zinch and see that you get the greater demon. It's a big, nasty we're, we're, monster. We're back to the Lord of change again. That's I know. Big magnet. But, right. Okay. But when you, when you put, when you put a candy bar out there for a kid, are they going to take the Snickers or the Twizzler? Oh, I, you know what? I got to tell you, I've got, I've, my parole officer doesn't allow me to do that anymore. <laughs> oh my God. Well, okay. Hey, hey, what I'm are you talking about? You know, no, but you know, point, point well taken. I'm going to blow 200 yes, bucks. I'm going to be yes. like, I want the demon, dude. No, 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 no. Point, point well taken. But you know, I want to, I want to, I want to, I kind of soaked up what you guys said on this KO one. And, and I want to kind of digest it and throw something back at you because I'm going to kind of use Chuck's philosophy, and I'm going to kind of use Justin and, and Randy, your reasoning a little bit. So so here I go. So I, I'm, I'm sure, look, folks, uh, for, for all you KO people out there that love the Army, you're, you're kind of weird, but we love you anyway. So here it is. 
I'm really sure that this box is going to be a great value for the money. I really do. But but since it's geared oh, yeah. towards, it's it really is geared towards Barack Nar. There's and, and like you said, Justin, there's absolutely no battle line in the box. I think it'll make for a great supplement. Can we, is that fair to say a supplement box towards yeah. a different skyport? Yeah, I, 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 I think that's I'll, what you were trying to this, say, Justin. Yeah this this is more of an a if you own a KO army and you need to get those extra gun haulers, you need to get that extra frigate, you know, and okay. stuff like that, then then it's a good value for that because of the cost values of those gun haulers, that frigate, you know, and the sky wardens and stuff like that. I mean, that those right there, the, the, the main units without that hero is actually the value of the box. That hero okay. is not the value of the box, All like right. the Z box is. Okay, so so let me let me let me keep going on here on my point before I lose you know track. So go back to the frigates that you just said, Justin. Mm-hmm. I know the frigates are battle line in Zilfin, I believe. Yep. Yes. And the the balloon boys with the durable Dur- you know with the durable with the general are also durable. battle line in Zilfin. If, Co- if, I, if, I, if I if I seem to recall, so. I'm just Correct. pointing out that that this box is pitched as a as a Barack Nar Scar, uh, Skyport. There I go with that Skyport mm-hmm. again. What why do I keep doing that for? Uh, Skyport, uh, which means there's there's no battle line in the box. I get that. I get that. But right. if you went Barack, I think it's Urbaz, if I'm saying that right, to use Barack the gun, yeah, yeah, okay, to use the gun haulers as battle line, you'd lose mm-hmm. Barack's ability. So either way, I don't really feel that this box is good from a gaming perspective right out of the box. I agree with you guys on that. But I'm trying to look at it from a little more positive. I mean, it it should be a great value for the money, though, as a supplement box. So I think that's more what we're all saying, though, right? We're not the positive. No, I'm not bashing the box. I mean, the the positivities of the box are that you are getting a good amount of boats and you are getting some Sky Rigger Wardens and N-Riggers, depending on which way you build them. Um, it's just building them to, you know, trying to twist it, this, in, this box into one specific, um, Skyport, which it would be Barak Nar because of, you know, broke there. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work with him because his faction is based around Arcanite company. So okay. you would need to have Arcanauts okay. in this box to make that faction house work. Okay. If All you right. wanted to make this work as a standalone, you could have Barak in there, but you would need to have the secondary guy with a dirigible suit. If they had a, if they added that dirigible suit to this box, then the entire thing could technically be a battle line army. Okay, so you're then saying, you would have okay. two, uh, at least right. two battle lines. All right, all right. All right. So I, I see the point that you're going with. That that's a good point. So as it stands right now, you know, in in, in the in the first first part of the segment of the show, we think definitely Zeech is better than than than, than Ko. Pound for pound, right. right? When you look at playability, um, price, all that kind of stuff, right? For right now, yes. Yeah. Okay. All right, but 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 here's the thing. I want to I want to Randy. I'm going to drag you into this in this little into this little uh, ensuing tussle of the conversation here. <laughs> so so Randy, here's what I want to say. Taking what Chuck said, which was a great point about the Zeech, where the the magnet to that box is going to be the Lord of Change. Wouldn't you say the same thing about the KO for the fact that it's you know, it's it's getting you know uh, a couple of ships. It's getting a couple of gun haulers. Uh, maybe they want to get get in with those those Endon riggers that seem to be pretty pretty uh, popular. But I would think the ships would do. Would the ships have the same draw as the Lord of Change to you, Randy? The the two gun haulers is, is a nice like eye catcher, but like 
like they you know they didn't put the big ship in they just put the the frigate okay you know. all right yeah. Yeah, it's just it's just not not big enough. Yeah. If, if okay. it was an iron if it was an ironclad over a frigate, then yeah, that box would pull you more. Okay. Yeah. All okay, right. but as soon as you put that in there, as soon as you replace the frigate with the ironclad, now you're getting into the greater demon of Zinch model range. Okay, that's it, it, then it becomes the same caliber as that. Yep. Correct. Right. Yep. Okay. Right. Yes. It, it starts exactly. it out. So then we're all exactly. excited. We all would like to pick up one. Exactly. I, I would have almost prefer, I would have almost preferred if that frigate was an ironclad. Uh, thinking, yeah, the, yeah, the ironclad there, and then drop the character for you know something on for okay. the dirigible suit, yeah, yeah. Or, or something like that. Sure. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, so 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 moving out of our first segment, we think that definitely Zeech is better than Ko. Is that what we're saying? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. All right. Yeah. All right, good stuff. Well, uh, we got uh, we got two more to go through here, gang. We're going to be going through the Ogre Maw Tribes and the Gloom Spite Gits. We're going to be ending our little conversation on the Battle Force boxes with destruction. So uh, stick around. We'll be right back. Hey, gang. I wanted to take a break in today's show to introduce one of our sponsors and a great store for all of your hobby needs. That's GameStorm Gaming in Lamont, Illinois. Open seven days a week, 12 to 12. GameStorm Gaming has got you covered for all of your hobby and gaming needs. They got Magic the Gathering, War Machine, X-Wing, Game of Thrones, Force of Will card game, PC gaming and repair, Warhammer 40K, and Age of Sigmar, and a ton more. Grab paints, brushes, cases, dice, and a lot more at GameStorm Gaming in Lamont, Illinois. Stop in and see John and the gang there at GameStorm Gaming, located at 1243 State Street, Lamont, Illinois, or check them out on their website at GameStormGaming.com. Again, that's www.GameStormGaming.com. They also stay open past midnight for special cases and events. So get over there and get your nerd on with GameStorm Gaming, 1243 State Street, Lamont, Illinois, 630-243-9330. Again, that's GameStorm Gaming, 1243 State Street, Lamont, Illinois. GameStorm Gaming is a proud sponsor of Grimdark Live. We hope to see you there. All right, we are back, and we've got ogres to talk about. We're going to be starting with these guys when we talk about the, uh, the 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 battle force. And you know, the conversation continued behind the break here, man. These guys were all talking about, you know, getting. They were yelling at each other because somebody was saying the ending riggers were better than the the whatevers, and it was it was absolute pandemonium wow. back here, guys. Whatever. Wow. Just get onto your big nasty ogres and let's go. Randy and I were trying to, you know, break these guys up. It was, it was. I mean, Randy, you're a little worked up trying to separate these guys. You okay back there? Oh, I'm, t- I'm totally fine. It's you know, common everyday things. You know? Guys, I'm telling you, don't don't get Randy pissed off. You know, you don't want to see him mad. I've seen him mad. You know, I mean, and and especially he's he's kind of twitching a little bit. He needs to get his drink on, and you guys are preventing that a little bit. Oh boy! All right, here we are. We're gonna we're gonna start out with with what my early prediction of the battle force boxes was the ogre maw tribes, and I really think that I still I, I'm kind of leaning a little towards that maybe for the pound for pound maybe it doesn't have mm-hmm. the the lore to change draw, but I think pound for pound this might be the best one because in this in this sucker you're getting a tyrant, 
I mean, you're right. getting the, the big mofugga, man. You're getting the big tyrant. You're getting him, you're getting 12 ogre gluttons, four iron guts, four lead belchers, an iron blaster, and a man crusher. Hmm, sounds like an underguts battalion to me, uh, if, if oh. you ask me twice. I, I, that's kind of what it sounds like. But, you know, here's the funny thing. You know, I play this army, I, and, and I love it, so I'm a, I'm a little, I'm a little uh, you know, partial towards it. But, you know, this is a pretty good value. I mean, you're looking at, again, just like with the, the Zeech and everything, you're looking at all, or the, in, in the KO, probably about $310, $312 worth of models when you take into account that the Tyrant is 35 bucks now that he's sold separately. Mm-hmm. The Iron Blaster yep. is 35 Glutton's uh, box of those bastards are 48 You get two of them, that's 96 bucks. you just blew. Uh, right. $40 for the, uh, the iron guts, uh, $40 for the lead belchers. And, and, you know, here's, what's funny. we got the ale guzzler that's in the box, which I just love. A lot of people are kind of railing right. on that, but I love the fact that you're getting a big uncle Lester, big dummy giant in the box. And that thing yeah. is 63 bucks, uh, us. So you're right around like 309, 310. If my math off the top of my head, if you Something buy like all that, this yeah. stuff separately, so you're, you're saving probably what, maybe a hundred bucks. Or, or, or in, in, in change with this? Depending on where they put the price point, but yeah, a little bit, maybe a little over 100, but somewhere in there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but but if you really look at what, as far as the, 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 the list is concerned, I mean, and, and we're going to throw that up here right now because I, I, I definitely want to get into this because the list itself is sitting right around 1,300 points. So here yep. we go, guys. We, t- we talk about how we're going to weight all these boxes out with playability and price points. And uh, and playability, folks, that's a grimdark live phrase. We don't even know if that's even in the English language. But here tonight, Chuck, Justin, Randy, and I are giving you that word, playability. So there it is. So <clears throat> for these boxes here, these playability, uh, 1,300 points. That's what we're sitting on. Yeah. I mean, bang. You want to get in? You want to get into and have a damn nice ogre army to start out with and and i'll tell you what we know that the tyrant can hit harder than winter on welfare this guy can he's got his bully of the first degree he can cause you to not have any battle shock and, and mm-hmm. i gotta tell you you take your ogre gluttons you build out your ogre gluttons you build out one of them with uh with 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 two hand weapons you build out the other one with blades and iron fist now you got a solar offense a solar defense type of unit you put those guys on an objective they ain't going nowhere and i'm telling you uh, and, and, you know, lead belchers, okay, their shooting is terrible, but they're no slouch in close combat. And now that you can shoot into combat, mm, I'm seeing right now that that is, you know, it might not have the magnetism, the draw that the, the Lord of Change has, but I think that, in my opinion, is the best box in the battle force coming out for 2020. Gang, what are your thoughts? How does it stand up? I would put this. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, the first thing I noticed, it doesn't have the worst unit in the game. So don't you start, you bastard! Don't you start. Plus, right there. Hey, you know what? I was going to go there. Wow. Yes. I was. Hey, you know what? Yeah. Totally. You son of a. Hey, wait a minute now. That was that's my bitch to complain about, and you know that, Randy. You heard that's right here in my heart, man. You just tore my heart right in two. That's for me to complain about. He gets four. He gets four. He gets four of those little bastards in the box. Aha, Randy. Yeah. What do you think about that, Randy? Eat that when with you your sandwich. The, you the wipe your shoes off on, you know. Come on. You son of a <laughs> you know, 
here's the thing. Let, let me explain. Let me explain to everyone right now. You know what? That's one thing. Okay. You know what? I this I just I just knocked this thing right off its pedestal. You're absolutely right, Randy. GW, you bunch of selfish bastards. You're not recognizing the greatest unit in the game, and that's Nobblers, man. Nobblers. You, I mean, you know, you don't recognize what Nobblers can do for the entire world. I run 300 of them bastards, and it's unbeatable. You nothing can beat them, man. I'm not talking about they're not the greatest army of this time or that time, but they are the greatest army of all time. Okay, Justin, go ahead, say something. Well, what I was gonna say, <laughs> follow that. Wow. Well, what I was going to say there, I mean, when I put the list together, I kind of just grouped them by what I saw in the box. But I know you can split the lead belchers into two units of two. So you actually have, you know, the extra unit there if you wanted to go that route. Right. And, you yeah. know, I don't I don't know what exactly all the battalion stuff and all that battle line would be for them. But pound for pound, this box is got probably the best value. The battle lines are there. The leader is there, like you said. You have an you have an old fashioned. You got a gargant in there. I don't know if he's listed as an ale guzzler or is going to be a man, one of those man, um, man eaters crusher. or whatever. Or, or man, man eaters, yeah, man eaters. Because because GW is kind of going wish washy with the way those are going right this minute. Well, and yeah, then you got an iron. Okay, go ahead. You, you got an iron blaster that could be either the iron blaster or the scrap launcher. Because I'm pretty sure it comes with all the components to build it either way. So you got a solid battle line here starting 1300 points before any form of battalions any form of extra points for command points any of that matter and it's a great box it does it have as many models in it as the zinch box no but that's okay because in my opinion they're kind of equal to each other okay oh well well we, there's no equals here, man. You got to pick one at the end of this conversation. I, I, I will pick one at the end of the conversation, but right now that's where I'm putting them. Okay. All right. All right. All right. I mean, Chuck, w- without without mother effing my nobblers like Randy just did. I mean, what are your what are your thoughts here on on the uh, the battle box for the ogres? Well, as a sons of behemoth player, um, I would say I I do like this box because it has a a giant in it. Yeah. For free, right. essentially. Right. If we look at the financial side of it. Yeah. Um, I do like that man eater special character as well. Having a second one of those would be nice. Right. Uh, but all the other models and you know that come with it, I, I own those. So sure. you know, I, I'm still gonna be leaning towards the Zench uh, myself. I do like the greater demon of Zench. Okay. And uh, I'm just gonna stick with that right now. So. Yeah, no, no. I, I, I look. I, I, I thought that was a great point you made, but to me, I, I still, I think I'm going to hang my hat on this one. But I, 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 uh, yeah, huge fan, huge fan. But I'll tell you what. Here's another huge contender that I think uh, you'd be sure. remiss to to not talk about. We got the we got the Gloom Spite Gets Battle Force, the Fungal Loom okay. Horde here, baby. So this one, this one really kind of well. This was I think this was the first one that they released. If you, I think the first one that they kind of yeah. hinted and they dropped. Right. Um, and you're obviously getting a loom boss on, on a giant cave squig, which I freaking love that model. Uh, he's a completely mm-hmm. worthless model in the game, but I love him. Uh, Dankhold <laughs> Trogoths, uh, which are good. Rock Gut Trogoths, which are just unbelievably brutal. Holy cow. I mean, just nasty. Yes. Three wounds damage. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And, then we got, and especially with, that, with the um, the White Dwarf Battle Tome that was released that Bang. uses all of it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Thing. And then you're getting squig hoppers, or, I mean, or, you know, boingrot bounders, however you want to build them. But this one is a little bit of a cheaper MSRB. If you were to buy all those models, you're right around, you're pushing about 300 bucks. So you're, you know, you're maybe uh, mm-hmm. 10 or $12 cheaper, you know. But but I think what, what this box gives you is, what I liked is when you look at the, 
when, when you look at the, the the value that you're getting, this one might not be, I don't know, quite as, uh, what am I trying to say, pointed as well as, as say, you know, the, the, the other ones. But, you know, if we pull this thing up here and take a look at this thing, um, we have... It's it's equivalent to the KO point wise. Yeah. Okay. So we're we're at like nine hundred and twenty points for the green right. spite. Yeah. That's um that again. But I, I think I don't think this has the problems that the nine hundred point KO one has. No. Necessarily. No. Not by a long shot. I mean, I like the fact you, that you went with the Boing Grot bounders. I mean, a lot of people like those because of the three D six movement and just two D six is a little too untrustworthy especially and that's why a lot of people don't take the um or no you took the boy and grot bounders i'm sorry a right. lot of people take the hoppers right. well again i again i i went based on what i saw in the picture so the, there's 15 of the of the the, the squig riders right. in there exactly and they have the components to build them in either way so you could have three units of boy and grot bounders or you could have three units of squig hoppers so it, again it's your choice they're five men minimums and then you build them how you want. Right. Um, right. I like the Lance capability of the Boingrot Bounders personally. So I would probably build them all as Boingrot Bounders if I was going to re add this to my existing list. Cause right. I run that kind of stuff with my spider army. Um, and then you, of course you've got your, everything in there can be battle line in some way or form based upon this, the tome you use, because I mean, yeah. we had the two white dwarfs that released all the squig stuff as battle tome as battle line. That's true. And, and you had the battle tome that did the trolls as battle line. So everything right. in that box has got some way or form to be, to build a standalone army without having allies or anything crazy in it. Yeah. And, and, and real quick, before I get to Chuck and Randy, did you notice that if you look at the box, you know, we, we all know the squig hoppers or, or boing grot bounders, however you guys build them, they come in boxes of 10 and they're only showing 14 of them in the picture. And a lot of people were freaking out about that when this thing first got dropped. They were like, hey, what's the odd number? Are they going back to points per model? And everybody everybody was kind of crapping all over the place. Mm-hmm. And, um, and and obviously, you know, they, that was just a, 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 a lousy, you know, photography piece there. You know, they, they kind of messed up on that. But uh, but no, we assure you that that things are still staying with 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 their units. But because um, we know that uh, we're entirely sure that what happened with the other six squid hoppers was they just you know or whatever they just weren't in the picture. So, right. but we just we just think that that's kind of kind of funny that I wanted to, I wanted to bring that one up because a lot of people were, were losing their their crap over the fact that there was you know, only fourteen shown. So when when you when you said that. Uh, Justin, it, it, it made me think about that. But um, yeah, so no, we, I know. I, I saw I saw that all over Twitter and Facebook. Everybody's like, "Hey, what's with the fourteen hoppers? Did they change their unit size? What's yeah, going?" A, on a lot here? of people were like, "Oh, I think they're going back to points per model." I was like, "Oh boy, here we go." Uh, all right, yeah, so exactly. so Randy, th- talk to me here a little bit. I mean, what what are your thoughts on this? I mean, we got we got nine hundred and twenty points out of the box, no fluff, uh, perspective list. What are your thoughts? Yeah, it being like the hoppers being a dual kit or whatever, it's you know, it's a very nice you know decision where you can go to any of the like you could either build them hoppers for battle line, you could build them you know just so you know it's you know it's so many different directions you could go for you know the, the standard builds of the army. That's what's so great about Gloom Spite is right. you know in some way that you know you have the a core of an army be one way and you can you know add whatever you want to it. So, okay, mm-hmm. all right, yeah. Okay. Chuck, thoughts, man. What do you think? 
with, with bottom line with this is I, I like that we've got variation to what you're getting. We've got fast moving units that are essentially cavalry. We've got monstrous infantry uh, with the rocket trolls. We've got the larger uh, giant troll model that is has multi poses that you can do a very variation of anything with. Um, unfortunately, I already own probably about 12 of the rock gut, three of the other big trolls, um, 12 of the larger hoppers, and then probably about 30 normal hoppers. So, yeah. you know, this, this for me, I've already, I did this army about a year and a half ago, um, especially in 2019 prior to COVID. So, you know, this is, you know, last on my list to pick up. Um, Zench is still on my radar, though. You know, that okay. is All right. what I don't have. But but I, I guess from a point when we kind of when we started it, we're looking at it from a standpoint of a new player, right? Like a new person getting ah, into the game. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, 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 I'm not a big fan. I'm going to say it right now. I love the Gloom Spite Gits. I think it was the best battle tome to come out uh, that, yeah. that, of, of all the battle tomes recently. I don't think there's been a better one that's come out yet. Um, I mean, I like the Sons of Behemoth just because it was, it was brand spanking new. But I think. But if you, if you look at the Jits, if you look at the Gloom Spite Battle Tome, it you know it is one of the most customizable model based right. armies you can do. Right. You, right we've right. got squigs, we've got night goblins, we've got trolls essentially, and two all thrown two, in just... three different types of trolls. Yes. Yeah. So per, per, personally, I don't see this as a welcome to AOS. You're a new player box arm box set. It I, it doesn't have. There's too many well, special rules in the Gits book. Especially with these particular models, I mean, because you're you're basically changing your entire leadership yeah. and everything of that matter. You don't have, okay, here's your basic troops, go. Yeah. This is this is this is a new player having to read an entirely one set of rules, then the second set of rules, and then the third set of rules just to field it. Yeah, and I think yeah. I think when I when I look at this one, I think this one falls short to me. It just seems like uh, GW threw a bunch of models in a box because they didn't know uh, either. They didn't want to come out with say beastman or something, or they, they just wanted to get another fourth one out there. This one kind of seems like GW just kind of threw a bunch of mud against the wall or, or as Randy. So, so eloquently put it before a bunch of models that weren't selling, you know, let, let's try to get them all into a, into a box because, you know, when was the last time realistically guys, when was the last time you saw a squig army on the table? Right. Uh, month ago, you bastard! You were supposed to trump me on that yeah. one. You really, honestly, you really saw a squig army on the table a month ago. Br Brandon, oh, oh that's because the, the white dwarf. Yeah, yeah, he, he, the okay. white dwarf, the white dwarf army. He brought an entire squig army. That, that kind of reinvigorated a couple people. Yeah, their month, I mean, month or two ago. I guess Something I like haven't that. seen as much as I've seen night goblins, trolls. Uh, you know, combination of, of goblins and trolls in from from the gloom spite. I haven't seen a lot of squigs, and you're right. Brandon is our is our one resident squig player. I guess every club's got that one guy, right? But <laughs> but and Brandon, we love you, man. But what I'm saying is, um, my my point is, I get I just have a feeling that they took this box and they just kind of put a couple of enticement units in there, right? Like the like like the uh the rock cut trogoths and right. and i i think the uh the dank hold trogoth i think that was like the you know the, the the enticement the magnet piece 
Um, but I don't think I don't see a lot of people going out there and trying to find Boingrot bounders and hoppers and all right. that. I mean, um, not unless it's a themed army. So I, I, this one kind of seems like it was kind of schlubbed together together a little bit. Okay, Pat. So let me ask you a quick question: If they took all the Boingrot bounders and the leader on Giant Squig out, and they replaced them with uh, River Trolls, and did an all troll army, hot stuff. Now you're talking. There you. There you go. That's yeah. what I'm saying. That that would make this more of an eye catcher. Yeah, hot. I mean, even right, if, right there. Even, yeah. even if you put the river, well, I think they're the the river troll. I don't know what the, the actual name, the current name of them. The fellwater. The fellwater. Fellwater. Yeah. Water. But if you had if you had two units of three fellwaters in there with that boss, that that Trogoth boss, right. and maybe uh, a fungoid cave shaman in there, mm-hmm. I think I think you'd have more of a, an army box that you would have people that would be flying off the shelf. Right. 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 So before we get to the, the 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 question of ranking, you know, I just want to say this overall. You know, um, each box really does. I mean, I, I think each box contains roughly about as we as we just talked about, guys, about 300, 310 or so bucks in, in in miniatures, and you know, the pricing stays the same as you know previous years if it does. Mm-hmm. We're going to see these things, like we talked about, probably somewhere around 170 to 200 bucks in that range, which is really quite a deal. So I think from a financial standpoint, from a money standpoint spent, whether you go for the Zeech box, the Kale box, the Ogre box, or the, or the, the, the Gloomies, um, you're, doing, you're, you're making a very good fiscal choice for your hobby, right? right? Right. Now let's throw in the idea of first through fourth. All right, we're we're in a race. We're in a race for the boxes, and 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 Randy, we're gonna go to you first, man. Give us who you think in in the order of best to to. I want to. I don't want to say worst, but uh, best box to fourth place box. Who is it? I'd say the the best is I think Zinch because yeah, that's okay. So we got yeah, yeah. Zinch right. then. Uh, Personally, I like the. Uh, uh, I think I think the the gloom spite will just round off people's armies, like, but not actually a good starter. Like, it needed to be either be like all squigs or all trolls. Like the fifty fifties kind of have a weird split. Okay. Yeah. Right. So yeah, then then KOs. So. Okay. Where and, and what about ogres? That's, They're that's not fourth, right. are they? Yeah. I think they're fourth. I don't know. I. All right. Right. Yeah, you know, I've, 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 I picked them up over time, and it's, it's, it's just you know with the the new tyrants there, but you can buy them separately, and most ogre players already they, have the know, models. Yeah, the older models. The models. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, All right. Yeah. All right. That's that's a good point. That's a good point. All right, Justin. Same question. Okay. Man. First place to so, fourth place. So, I'm going to be a little kind of off kilt here, but that's okay. Um, I'm actually, I, I'm actually putting ogres at one and the reason oh. for, and the <laughs> reason, for, and the reason for putting ogres at one okay. is they are probably one of the most well-rounded boxes for expansion capability to push them to 2000 points faster because it's not hard to push them to 2000 points with what's there. Okay. My, my second place would definitely be Zinch. And that's because of the greater demon. But that being said, 
we talked about the meta and things of like that. Most people would want to replace a lot of those characters with something else like demons or whatever. So a good chunk of that box may not go to okay. a seasoned player, but a good pl- but a new player, yes. So they're getting second. Gloom Spike gets gets third just because that is an easily also an easily expandable force by adding in some just basically robed goblins running around and some shamans. Sure. Real simple fix. Yeah. And then KO is last, unfortunately, because there's too much work that has to be done to that box to make it playable. Okay. And you're talking from a perspective of, of playability for a new player and, and money, right? Right. Okay. Yep. So, All right. I like o- Ogre, Ogre, Zinch, Gloomies, KO. All right. Chuck, what do you got, man? Um, so similar to what, first of all, first of all, to every Warhammer player out there, I'm going to say support your local game store. Whatever it is, holiday yes. season. Yes. Buy paint, yep. buy glue. If you've got a local store, put an order in this year. Like this yep. would be the year to purchase something. Okay. Yep. Especially so, right now with everything yes. going on. There are peer, you know, shutdowns all over the country, all over the world. So support the local game store, especially if we want to play tournaments in 2021. Exactly. Uh, moving forward, I'm going to agree with Randy that Zinch was number one. Okay. That's what you said. Yeah. Right, Randy? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Um, number two, and, and number one, Zinch, because of the big monster. I am a big monster fan. I want the expensive model at a cheap discount for, you know, my army moving forward. Number two, I'm going to say Ogres. Not because I'm a Noblar fan, Pat, so you can just be quiet about that. <laughs> Secretly, you love them. Secretly, you love them. I am I'm currently playing a Son of Bahamut army right now a building painting and whatever and i need more giants more man crushers are are great right third i'm gonna have to agree with justin on the next two gloom spite jits you i just i i like what you kind of get with it i feel that it is more inclusive of, of an, ar- an army uh when you're getting the larger troll and the trolls squig hoppers add flavor uh it is what it is um dwarfs only because at number four I feel that for a new player, it's going to be hard to piecemeal together that army. I feel like you got to buy another two box sets with it. And really, people who already have that um, are going to have the models probably already purchased. Now, if they did have a larger ship, an ironclad large ship in that battalion instead of the frigate, I probably would have moved it up to second place. Okay. All right. All right. That's logical. That's a good one. All right. All right. Well, here, here's, here's my pick. Obviously I'm sticking with the ogres. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm doing that and I'm, and I'm not sticking. And look, I'm doing that in spite of the fact that they don't have the greatest unit in the game, that they didn't take <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The, the, the beautiful, wonderful, awesome nobblers, man, that they, there's no sharp stuff to be found in those bunch of fat bastards, but I'm still, <laughs> but I am still uh, taking fat. them as number one. And I'm going to take Zeech as number two. And I'll tell you why that I really, wrestled because you know honestly the, the selling points in the conversation here uh especially from from uh randy and from chuck really kind of got me thinking you know uh but I, I you know i'll say this when i look at when i look at it from a standpoint of playability for a new player coming into the hobby and yeah. for the money you can't beat the ogres because look a bunch of old bastards like all of us here on the on the show and, and probably a lot of our listeners we already have a lot of these miniatures so we look at it from a supplemental standpoint and, and whatever we can sure. sell off on eBay, right? 
So my standpoint is I look at it from that. I think the Ogres is number one. I think Zeech is definitely number two. And I'll tell you why I'm, I'm going to disagree with you guys on where you place the third and the fourth. Um, wow. I think I think KO is in third place, and I think Gloomspite is dead last. And I'll tell you, and I'll tell wow. you why. One, because I think Gloomspite was, like I said, I think it was just schlubbed together. I think that they put a lot of models in a box that probably weren't selling very well, and they tried to entice it with some with some trogoths. Um, I think had they put some Fellwater trogoths in there, oh man, yeah. boom, that would have been a contender for Ogres or Zeech, no doubt about it especially with the Battalion and the White Dwarf. But they didn't do that. And I don't think with the Battalion and the White Dwarf and the squigs that are in the Gloomspite box gives it enough oomph, and in only 900 points, 920 points, that doesn't do a lot for a new player. That's only going to aggravate them. And um, so I think that one fell short. Also, let me go back to a point that, you know, about the Zeech, because I want to defend Zeech here, just so you don't think I'm just giving all the ogres all the love here. Um... I don't agree with what a lot of people were saying on the boards as far as there should have been demons because we just looked at the we talked about the acolytes war scroll. You're getting you're yeah. getting you're getting a unit that can cast and dispel. You're getting a unit that's got basically uh, you know a, a mortal wound capability to other wizards on a four plus, um, and they're they're cheap they're cheap line blockers they're cheap charge blockers they're cheap objective holders. You know, I think there's a lot to be said for the Zeech box. I personally think a lot of thought went into the Zeech box and very little went into the Gloomspite Gits. So that's my order. To end it with that, I say it's Ogres in first place, Zeech, Karajan Overlords, Gloomspite Gits in that order. So I'm a little different on the last two with you than, than you guys, but I think I think we're two and two on, on, on first place, right? We're, you know, Ogres and Zeech. So. But I like it. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yep. So what do you think, guys? Anything, uh, anything to, to to add in before we uh, we and, and Chuck, by the way, man, bravo on bringing up the the local game store. Yeah, gang, get out there and and, and support your your local your local game store, man. They need you now more than ever. Get out there and, and spend your money and keep those doors open so we can have a place to uh, to game. And by the way, Game Storm has got really nice bathrooms. I got to tell you, you know, if you ever got to go anywhere and roll some <laughs> dice and, and 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 don't they, guys? Game Storm. I mean, that's a nice toilet in there. I mean, you got to think for for all those you know you know gamers oh. that are in there sweating and burping, they keep that bathroom in pristine condition. I have dropped many a happy loaf in that store. Wow. The store is awesome, guys. GameStorm is really good. They just updated. They're updating all their game tables right now and selling off the old ones. And they're he's rocking and rolling that store, man. It's a it's great, a great, great place. It, it's a great place to go play. But all in support your uh, support your local uh, local game storm. All right, man. We're gonna be right back with the question of the day. You guys remember what it is, right? Yep. Here we go. Hey gang, I really hope you're enjoying the Grimdark Live show so far. Thanks for being with us. But before we get to the question of the day, I want to ask you to head over to GrimdarkLive.com to enter the Nerd Bunker by becoming a supporter of the show on Patreon. There are six different levels to fit the support you may be interested in, and all provide special benefits and services to our members. So please head over to GrimdarkLive.com and become a patron of the show. And while you're on GrimdarkLive.com, you should know that Grimdark Live isn't just there for entertainment. We're a full-time miniatures assembly and painting service. We have three different levels that we currently paint to, and we provide free quotes. So let us know if you have something you need painted, and we'll get it done for you. And if Patreon or painting isn't something you're ready to do at this time, 
we totally understand. And thank you for spending time with us here on Grimdark Live. So with that said, let's get to the question of the day. We got the question of the day. So here it is, man. We are going to we are going to go with this. And you know, on the other side, on the other side of the uh, of the uh, of the break, because uh, I wanted to make sure that um, that uh, we 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 got to this because uh, Chuck was saying something on the other side that I want to make sure we get respect to. But I want to ask the question of the day first. We're going to do that first, all right, Chuck? Yes. All right. So here it is. So Randy. Since you're back, and are you not too hungover to answer this question? Are you, Randy? You're good. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Andy. All right. Here you go. Uh, you put the booze bottle down long enough to answer this question, Randy. Quit drinking. All right. Here we go. It's already, it's already empty. All right. See. Wow. He's a professional, folks. So here it is. If you guys remember the question of the day from the top of the show, here it is uh, right now. If you had to pick one of the four Battle Force boxes to begin a new army, which one would you pick, and why? Randy, I think I already know based off your first through fourth, but let's hear it. I would say ogres, actually. Ogres, so. yeah. All right. Yep. Yeah, I, I think it's safe to yeah. say that's that's uh, that's that's everyone. You know, Chuck. Yeah. Zeech. You know, I'm gonna have to say, uh, man, what do I say? I mean, I I like I like the Zinch and I like the ogres, but like to pick between the two. So if I was a new player, I would probably go ogres too. Okay, all right. And I know that's kind of, but like if if you look at it, you're getting a bunch of ogres. You're getting like a big cannon. You're getting a a big giant. Um, you can make a legitimate army out of it. Yeah, you might have to buy a couple more boxes, but I mean, if you look at the the zinch side of it, yeah, you get a greater demon, but it's all mortals that you get with the box. True. So then you kind of have to figure out: Do I buy more demons with it? What you know? Which way do you go with the ogres? It's like I just take a bunch of ogres. You know. I like it. I like it. I like it. All right, Justin. Okay. Well, again, here we go. Left field. Zinch. <laughs> yeah. Is be- because of the big bird on the cover. If I was a new player coming into a shop and I saw a giant thing i'd be like "Ooh, what's the big demon yeah. what is that thing yeah yeah the big bird you so, know honestly so that-, that would grab me but as a seasoned player ogres yeah well i can tell you right now um as a new player it'd be ogres and i, I i'm actually agreeing with you a thousand percent i would go for the zeech as a new player because i oh. think uh I think for me, again, I think the big monster, you know, Godzilla-like, you know, you know monster. On I think I think that's what they want. Everybody wants big, stompy monsters on the table. That's why Sons of Behemoth mm-hmm. are so popular. That's why even in 40K with Imperial Knights, they're a pretty lousy, you know, solo army to play all nights. But people still play the hell out of them because they're big, stompy robots. I think it's the same thing. So, right. yeah, I, as a new player, I'd probably go for the Zeech. Um, but if I had to... You know, give recommendations as a season player. I would definitely be like, now nah, you want to stick with the ogres. You'll have more competition. It, it's it's a combination of models for the money and just what the flash is on the cover. So because you yeah. got that giant bird sitting there staring you in the face and going, "Ooh, look," you know that I think is what's going to draw a lot of people to pot to purchase Zinch. Yeah, 
but the season player, like we said, going in, they're going to look at it and go, okay, biz, biggest expansion to any one army, ogres. Right. Yeah, I like that. That's a good point. All right, so so Chuck, real quick, I, I know that we're coming out of the question of the day and we're getting ready for your closing thoughts, but I mean, did, did you have something we want to share on from from when we were behind the when we were behind the break? You were saying something about what you wanted to see GW do. Uh, so okay, uh, you know, I've I've just been playing miniature games since I was like eleven years old, right? Right. Seventh grade, eighth grade, you know, back in what 98, something like that. Uh, I'm an old man now, so season player i've played uh gts across the country midwest southern united states i want to fly out to las vegas and and be a part of the crowd part of the west coast you know yeah i wouldn't even mind going to new york city when all this covid stuff is over you know not to make a long story drawn out but let's cut to the chase when when we're trying to introduce new players and and we're not looking at season players like myself we is, need to, is this, to is look- this your closing thoughts Oh, no, this is not closing okay, thoughts. Right, no, my thoughts would be like 45 minutes. So all anyway, right. let, let me digress. Um, so my point was when we were talking on the break, and I was so rudely interrupted after that commercial and you cut me off, but I love, to God, I love you to God. Don't get me wrong. Um, <laughs> Games Workshop, when they're coming out with these battalions, you know, let's think about it. You know, if they came out with one or two white dwarves that had uh, specific army releases for the battalions that they put out, um, I think that would be a really a really good point of view to look at from the Age of Sigmar and 40k side of it that you know we can pick up and have a legitimate army to play if we bought a $200 or $175 battalion box with the implements that we had. So we buy we buy this box deal, we get the white dwarf and we have a legal army to play over the holidays cuz you can assemble an army in one or two weeks and play with your friends over the holiday season. I think that is a really great selling point and something that games workshop should look at all right i like it man i like it and, and with that with that warm-up man i mean that's a hell of a warm-up with that warm-up we got chuck man closing thoughts here he is folks so you know at the end of every year the holiday season is a perfect occasion to make memories with people you care about i mean us as gamers yeah we care about each other we're we're gamers, you know, we want to socialize. We want to be a part of the community. Connecting with your friends and family are what makes our gaming lives full during the season. And yes, we can't enjoy that to the fullest because of what's currently going on. But find it in yourself to reach out to those people that have made your gaming life full. Whether it's a friend or a family member that plays Warhammer 40k or Age of Sigmar, you know, reach out to them. Give them a holiday gift over the uh, GW website. You can always, like, donate a gift. Um, wish them a happy holiday. And maybe even try and play a game with them if they are COVID-free. Uh, you can always play in a garage that's well-ventilated. You can wear a mask. You can you can play the game that you love. Uh, and that's something that we all need to think about during this holiday season. There are uh, a lot of misgivings that we have that... We take for granted that, um, you know, a lot of us have a lot moving forward that um, other people don't. We have, you know, the financial freedom to purchase miniatures that are expensive and enjoy that part of the reality that we live in. And so if we can take it upon ourselves to, you know, reach out 
to the friends that we have in the gaming community, support our local game store in that same respect. And hopefully when we move past all of this into 2021, we can get to the tournaments that we have that are scheduled in the future for us um, and, and be a part of that community. I really think that we have something good moving forward. I feel that a lot of people have purchased or put together armies that they want to play and put on the table. And this is all about the community and the game that we play. Bravo, man. Good stuff, dude. That was good stuff. So, and we're all, we're all clapping for you. No, it was good stuff. You know what? And, and, and I think that's uh, a very, uh, poignant and powerful point we got to remember i mean you know sometimes it's easy to get absorbed self-absorbed in in times like this so yeah chuck bravo man that was good all right yep very good and th and that's and that's uh and that's a wrap man that's uh that's it that's uh that's that's another show and uh so from from myself and all the grimdark goons uh first I'd like to say happy thanksgiving early happy thanksgiving to everyone out there we uh we're obviously going to be uh we're going to be off uh, chewing on a dead bird next uh next thursday so you're not going to have us but there will be a good old-fashioned rerun so so check out one of our uh, our older shows uh that we'll, we'll definitely throw up there for you and literally throw up uh it'll be uh it'll be fun wow. but yeah so all right, well, all the Grimdark Goons, and I would like to thank all of our uh, listeners for another great show. We look forward to having you back next time. We discuss all things related to Dice Dragons, Demons, and Dwarves, and the Warhammer world. So please join us the week after next Thursday. That's Thanksgiving now. You know, you got to hang out with mm. your fucking loved ones. Go eat that dead bird now. Don't choke. Chew your food. <laughs> We're going to be back. <laughs> We're going to be back the following Thursday at 7.30. So please don't forget to give our channel a like or subscribe if you haven't already done so. And follow our podcast over there on Podbean. So until we meet again, remember, roll them dice fun and fair. And don't be a freaking short pants. Short. Bye. Good night, everyone. See Good night, you in two Good night. Dark Live, we'd like to thank you for slumming it through another show with us for all things dice, dragons, demons, and a dwarf in the Age of Sigmar worlds. We'll be back live next Thursday, so until then, remember, roll them dice fun and fair, and don't be a frickin' short pants. And if you missed the live show, you can catch us again right here on the next Grimdark Live podcast. Never fear, gang. There'll be more great content from Grimdark Live throughout the week with Monster Mondays, Table War Tuesdays, Warhammer Wednesdays, Grimdark Grudge Matches, and a ton more. So stay tuned and stay grim, all you dice-chuck-and-glue-sniffing gamer goons. You're all awesome. Looks like I picked the wrong week to stop sniffing glue. Remember, embrace the main message here from Grimdark Live, and that's a social contract we have between gamers and the commitment we have to each other and this community. We're only as good as our last game. Check us out at GrimdarkLive.com. Don't forget to give our channel a like or subscribe if you haven't already done so. So long, Grimdark Goons. Until next time, may the dice gods bless you and your sweaty palms. Bye.